Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me, the podcast for parents of young children. And we want to share your stories and all those crazy, contradictory feelings that come with being a parent. We believe in you. You got this, even on the craziest of days. And you are most definitely not alone. Hey, listeners. The host of this podcast wants you to celebrate the messiness of life with kids. That means we don't need an expert to explain our kids to us. We just need to sit back so we can truly see, hear, and love our kids. My family has been lucky enough to attend B'nai Torah, where Karen's enthusiasm and joy for all aspects of parenting has been a breath of fresh air and always gives us hope that we can do it. Karen Deerwester believes that when we see, hear, and love the messy moments of life with kids, we're able to give our children everything they need. Karen has been a teacher, author, and a leader in early childhood education for decades. And there is nothing, nothing that doesn't make sense if we take time to connect with each child exactly where they are and right where we are with all of our messiness too. Here's today's podcast. Today's podcast is called, It Goes Too Fast. We've all heard the saying, the days are slow, but the years are fast. One of our babies in our podcast family today is not even a year old yet. And yet that's the mom who said in class, it goes too fast. Our other podcast mom is getting ready for her daughter turning two. No, she's already two. She's already two. But the worries and the questions slow us down. The giggles and the messes slow us down. But the kids they go full speed ahead. And I'm pretty sure the grandmother who is here today can vouch for how fast it really all goes. Savor it, love it, but you just can't stop it. These babies and toddlers are growing at warp speed and it isn't, and it isn't easy seeing the first that you waited so long for pass by in a blink. Crawling becomes walking, babbling becomes sentences, and all those diapers become all the outfits your child insists on putting together by themselves. Today, we'll talk about cheerleading our babies growing, all the while trying to freeze the moments so we don't forget them. I have a very special trio at the square table, two sisters and their mom because I think one of the secrets of holding on to that speeding train is having family and friends to hold the story with you. A great big welcome today to Samantha Miller, Stephanie Weichselbaum, and their mom, Lily Freeman. Sam, will you tell us what you were thinking and feeling that day in class when it all felt like it was going too fast? And welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, and hi, listeners. Um, you know, I think I think the question that you asked, we always kind of answer your question and it's a spur of the moment thing and kind of I feel like I always get the best response after I've left the class. Mm. Um, but in that moment, I think the question you asked was um, like, what are you looking most forward to? And I just like, I think my baby Olive, I think she had just changed from size one to two diaper or something like that. And it just like felt like everything is just going too fast. So while, yeah, I'm looking forward to everything to come, I just feel like I don't really want to look to the future. I just kind of want to like be in the moment. Be in the moment. And tell everybody how old she is. She is going to be eight months at the end of this month, which there's actually no 30th this month. So I'm just going to say she's going to be seven months. <laughs> <laughs> I love But she'll it. be eight months technically in like 
few days. Just a few days. <laughs> And, and, and I love that you brought it up because I feel like at 18 months and two, that's a really big perspective, but you're already feeling babiness sort of slip and change start to come. Um, before I go on, I'm going to have to ask one question just because you looked so soulful as you're describing those feelings. Is Sam the sort of person that um, looks back and, and holds on to memories and, and sweetness? Most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, I have both my daughters here, and, you know, needless to say, I adore them beyond words. Um, but I truly have a sense and sensibility. Oh, I this love is, it. I love this it. is, you know, truly who they are, uh, you know, in their soul. You yes. know, uh, one is, well, her heart is... Pure gold, Stephanie, is all sense. She will think things through, she come down, she'll process and, and move forward. And Samantha is all heart. And I'm whispering to Samantha, sorry, because I mean know, I didn't know that I would go that way. No. It's oh, unapologetic. Okay. That's that's you know, she is all heart. Mm -hmm. You know, her heart rules. And and Everything. so and, and it's so magical that we have Lily here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because the other perspective that we're going to have is that who your children are, whether they're eight months old or 28, I don't know how old you are, <laughs> but is this, is this, you can't change that. And, and that if you have a child that loves looking at memories and traditions and rituals and looking back, looking forward in this little time cha-cha, it's a very sweet gift to, to honor it for each of your families. And not every, and of course, I think, because I often play that role in my family, you don't often have um, every, all the siblings in that same place. So you will become the historian of your family. You will be the one that remembers all the houses and the stories and the, and the memories, and I think. It's funny that you say that because my sister, who's older than me, she has like no recollection of things that happened when it's she was a kid, too. and I'm, I'm like, no, no, this happened to you. She's too analytical. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So fully immerse myself us, in that way. <laughs> you remind us that you can become the caretaker of traditions and memories and 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 children's childhoods. All right, so it's a huge responsibility mm -hmm. too. If you want it, yeah. But that's yeah, really good at tradition. Absolutely. I think we actually split it. I I'm yeah. kind of the tradition caretaker, and she's the memory. Yeah. Oh, how awesome. All right, so how are you feeling? Because Sassy's getting ready for big transitions, big independence, all kinds of things. Um, how are you feeling looking back, looking forward, and the speed at which she's grown to this stage? Yeah, I can't believe she just turned two, and it's it's shocking. I can't. I don't know where two years went. I still remember. I think a couple weeks ago in class, one of your questions was, oh, it was when the dads were here, and you were like, how did you know you were a dad? Or how did you know your husband was a dad? And my memory was like from the delivery room and I just can't believe that that was two years ago yeah. um and see um, she does remember some things <laughs> and she does have a big heart yeah. <laughs> um but I uh yeah it's, she's growing so quickly and she's going through the milestones and she's talking and she's putting multiple words together and forming sentences and she's been choosing her own outfits for a couple months now with the yeah I was visualizing me. her yeah. as I was writing that intro yeah. she's got yeah. options yeah so she learned the word <laughs> options because the way that we do outfits <laughs> is that I give her three shirts she has her I sell her these are your options and she picks one and then I give her three bottoms that match and those are her pant options or her short options and she has options so the other morning I sent everyone a 
video, she said, Mommy, shirt, options. <laughs> I love it. And but she hasn't <laughs> figured out she can mix and match her options yet. She has. We do shirts, and then when she picks that, I, I give her bottoms that, that ma- No, I heard match, you say yeah. they match, but I, I, there yeah. will come a moment Where she won't when she'll choose the just entirety. Um, yeah. because she doesn't want to put yeah. together the things you're putting together. She is um, pretty good at um, her, like sometimes I, I will just throw, kind of throw everything on there. She's kind of good at matching, but um, she gets her aunt's fashion sense. Yeah. Well, um, and I do love, I mean, I'm all for the, the three and four and five year olds that come down that hallway and they've got multiple headbands and layers and, 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 and they've got a little, I mean, I don't, I don't know who would be, I'm thinking like Madonna. I mean, yeah. they just have like layers of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it, Her and little face lights up. I, I'm a little out there sometimes with my fashion choices and it's my comfort zone and you know, it's total my normal. It's to my normal. Yeah. And uh, for New Year's actually, I wore these metallic Sil- like chrome, like you could see your face in them booties. And the moment she saw me, her face lit up and she was like, <gasps> and just like pointed at them. And I had to put them on her and we had to walk around holding hands with her in my little silver booties. And <laughs> with high heels. With high heels and all the accessories to go with it. <laughs> it's so awesome. And that your daughters will grow up together it is priceless. So let's talk about um, how you how you do hold traditions and memories and those those special moments so like retelling because I, I feel also we're coming to Passover and it's not so close but it's still coming and it's like and that and that first idea came to me it's not just the stories it's the retelling of the stories and when we retell a family story time and time again it gets it gets depth and grooves in our family life so um, the stories traditions rituals however you want to um, go to this Hmm. I think, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I think, like, super basic to that response, um, or to that question, um, sharing clothes, actually. So we have, like, a lot of, I don't want to call them hand-me-downs, but um, a lot of Ceci's clothes that Ollie's now wearing, and it's just fun to kind of see her in those clothes and just think about when Ceci wore them, or, like, that cute little like jammy set with the strawberry on the tush. Like I looked forward to seeing Sessie and those and now Ollie gets to wear them and it's just cute to see them. And eventually Ollie will understand that yeah. these are her cousins. And that and when you retell those stories, now do you remember the same do you have the same memories? Of childhood or of Sessie and Ollie? Both. First, Sessie and Ollie. I think we probably have some of the same childhood memories. Um, and then with Sessie and Ollie, yeah. Or like Sam Sunday. They grew up in the same house. Yeah. It's, it's well, always it's what I, tricky. Yeah. I, um, I mean, but Sam will send me a picture of Ollie wearing this and I'll be like, oh my God, when uh, when uh, Sessie was wearing that. So yeah, that's true. That's a really good way that we remember. I mean, like, it's like, I just what got we're the newest together. box <laughs> and I was going through it and um, I, I remember I came across the outfit that Sessie wore to the hospital when Ollie was born. and. Uh. I just was like, I can't wait for her to wear this. It's so cute. And I just remember it, it takes me back so to that moment. So you do remember everything. Yeah. yeah. It's a and blessing you know, and a curse. It's not really a curse, but <laughs> with you know, with well, obviously, you know, Sassy and all of both my granddaughters. And, um, you know, Sassy was, I believe, like, I feel a baby, a real baby until the second that Olive was born. And this was only mm-hmm. seven months ago. But... The moment that Olive came into the picture is like Ceci grew up. All of a sudden, she just seemed 
so much older Such a big girl. and wiser yeah. and, and, and bigger in well, all respects. She was respects. hitting that eighteen month mark. Yeah, she was. Which if in, she was about sixteen in, months in one yeah. family, that can be really complicated because as they're coming into that own their own sense of person, it's like no and mine and and independence and I want to choose and it's and I'm a person mm-hmm. I have preferences mm-hmm. I have ideas, um, but. What's so interesting is with when it's with a cousin, I don't have to fight for my position. Um, and so it's like I can just rise up and welcome her into the family mm-hmm. versus like, wait a minute, do I still need to be held the way I was when I was held as a baby or am I free to grow? I mean, I think there's that interesting tension that even toddlers feel. Mm-hmm. Grow, stay little, grow, stay little. And, and I do want to ask you a question about that, but go ahead, um, about... Sassy coming oh. into her own. I mean, and just watch. I mean, watching her with Ollie now is so cute because now Ollie's big enough to like. She's sitting and they're like they're not really playing together, but they're sort of playing together. And it's been yeah, they're interacting and like Ollie starts bab like Ollie loves her. Ollie's been babbling around yeah. her, and Sassy gives her these like crazy bear hugs and like tries to pick her up. Yeah, um, and it's it's been really cute seeing them interact. So I know we're gonna remember that in these moments also, and um, and then just you know we have a family texts that we text videos and stuff back and forth and, and whatnot. So technology, I think, also really And will those be things that, that we'll be saving? Yeah. Yeah, I need I, to get a new phone to hold more memory, <laughs> so... You're the chronic. <laughs> you, you, you will manage all of this history? So that's yeah. her. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, she I, I made... Uh, well, for Sessie's first birthday, we made, uh, like, a video of, like, pictures throughout the year, and we haven't made it yet for her second, but we're planning on it. So I think that's, like, a... Probably like the modern baby book, I guess. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I did buy the baby book. I still, <laughs> right, right, still haven't had a chance. Still to sitting there. But you know, by the same token, I still hold on to a project that Stephanie actually did when uh, sixth grade. I think it was fourth or grade. Seventh grade. No, it was, the family it was in tree. Florida. A family tree. That was we New York, did wasn't that? Uh, no, uh, yes, it was. We moved states yes, with that project. Yes, it was. We moved state with that project. <laughs> oh, so it was, it was one of those science trifold boards. So in a report. Yeah. And a report, and we did all the research before 23andMe and right. Ancestry. Right. Did with the original, like going to you know, my mom and, and aunt, you know, looking for those passports and those dates when grandparents, you know, came in, you know, with which boat and, and whatnot. And um, I still have it. And as a matter of fact, not that long ago, probably last. A couple months ago. A couple yeah. months ago, we had, like, all the family together um, just to kind of, like, talk about it and bring new life into yeah, it. Yeah, bring it back to, to light that this was... Okay, Lily, so we tell us where you fit in the sense and sensibility um, <laughs> mm. equation because I think from you run hold... in between. Yeah. I think, you know, I always say they're like the best version of my husband and I combined. <laughs> so, um, you know, definitely the the upgraded version. Um, but yeah, I think I'm sort of like middle of the, I'm like a mediator. So, you know, I have a little bit of both. But but the, but the values are deep. I mean, you taught you maybe you even taught them some of these values and priorities. And, I hope so. <laughs> um, so tell me, as a family, um, so I mean, just sharing a fifth grade science project <laughs> as a family yeah. is a big deal. It's yeah. uh, you know how many families get together, live ge- geographically conveniently to close together. Moved countries so that, um, but but still, and but how do you 
tell your family stories, share your family memories? You know, many, many ways, you know, traditionally with holidays and whatnot. I just, for me personal, I feel like I'm in that spot, like the sandwich generation where I can still um, benefit from the memories of parents and aunts and uncles, which will then be their memories, you know, passed on. So it's kind of like, almost like a funnel, you know. I'm still grabbing onto those so they can be passed down, you know, the other, as they come out through the younger. So did you have to say, sit down, I want to tell you this story, or do you just do mom-daughter things together where you You share... this was this was something this 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 came about a little bit different. I still have a cousin that lives in New York and he happened to be here with his daughter and it was an opportunity to get everybody together um, to kind of like let's just come on over and have some pizza and let's bring this thing mm-hmm. out and, and, and let's talk about it and it's let's because she's missing of. that in, you know, that side of the family where she is, so it was a good opportunity to do that. To get those stories. She wanted, basically, like, most people know this project exists in the family. Mm -hmm. And so, um... (laughs) There's rumors. And she's, what, she's six... She's in high school, and so she, I think, had been asking questions about, like, just, Uh like, genealogy and that kind of stuff. And, um... Somebody told her Steffi did a project at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, does so she have it? And maybe yeah. did still have it. And it's very primitive. It's a project that a fourth or fifth grader well, did. Well, Steffi's going to take issue with that. It's not primitive. No. no, but it is. Actually, it's funny looking at it. Um, yeah. It's like again, not to be like the technology person, but like you're looking at the report, mm-hmm. and it was clearly you know pasted together, like. Printed on paper and then cut and pasted like and you know it's not how a report now you put the picture in in Microsoft Word this was clearly pasted and scotch taped together which I'm sure Um, that your cousin niece who I'm sure she was like what what did you have to do literally that was the original cut and well so there's no digital (laughs) version of this and I was thinking I should take it and just type it up so that it exists and that's your last thing to do so it remains in its original form because it's yeah. What I love about this, I mean, so this tiny little comment that you make in a class that's just sort of like, look at my eight-month-old growing and changing, becomes family history, how fast does life go, generations, and distance. And so you also get, and then when you say 23andMe, it's like, so for all of us that are thinking about keeping our families connected, keeping our family stories it's how, how do you do take all the technology but still keep the personal connection mm-hmm. that says it's great to have the stories but now we have to share them we still have to find a way mm-hmm. to keep those conversations going and i think what you asked my mom a few minutes ago like how like do do we sit down and say like i'm going to share the story with you and no i think we just took interest in it and we want to know stories and and i think that's also kind of how going back to you just said something um um, <laughs> it's about how, you know, we sit down and we're anxious to hear these stories and we actually take the interest in knowing those. And I think that's because when we were little, that's what we saw. That's what we saw, like, our parents, our aunts and uncles, our grandmas. And, you know, there's no shortage of aunts and uncles in our family, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of saw them reminiscing and telling us stories. So it kind of just transitioned as we got older that's just kind of what we were used to and it's weird because 
I don't think my husband has that kind of background, right. and that's just like all I know, and that's my normal. You know, and I don't know if it's because it's a it's a it's a Latin background. You know, what is there a cultural difference? I think or, that's part it, of it. I, I think it's part of it. Like where we're just instance, on top of each other all the were, time. <laughs> when they were growing up, I mean, there wasn't a thing. Like the weekend came, and it wasn't a thing of like. Oh, we're gonna go Sunday here, or what? What do you want to do, or whatever? It was just a given, you know. We would go to my my aunt's house, their grand aunt, every Sunday. It was just a thing. It didn't require an invitation. It didn't require a what are we eating. It didn't require um, to show up preparation. It didn't require I didn't do laundry. It didn't require let me clean the house. It was you know all of a sudden came two o'clock on a Sunday. And there's like 20 people there, and what do we do? We'll buy a chicken with coleslaw, we buy a pizza, whatever. That wasn't what it was about. Yeah. You know, and everybody did their thing, but mainly we talked. We talked. The kids played, you know, and it was the Sunday thing to do. It was like part of another day of the week. And, And that's so I see you both being you know, just contemporary and 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 technology-based and, and social media savvy. You've got it all, but you have this rootedness and there's some, and the power of being family and sisters and for people who have to find the sister from another mother to share the story. So Stephanie wanted to say something. And oh, it kind of goes along with what um, I was just saying, but like, like when Ceci was born, we were deciding what everybody was going to be called. And my dad really wanted to be... Pop, pop, or poppy, pop, 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 and I told him no. I said he had to be Zayda because that's how traditions die if we don't continue. Mm-hmm. And everybody has to be. I called my grandpa Zayda, and he needs to be Zayda because if not, then Zayda ceases to exist. So. Um, and now when Sessie calls him Zayda, he melts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And yeah. to speak up for the things mm-hmm. that have meaning and importance for your generation to convey to us so that so that we know what matters mm. and how you will create that. So now my next question is um, you said cuz cuz again people might be listening going that's not my I don't know how to do that. That's foreign that feels awkward. My family be like go 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 you know sometimes we have to create our own friend families. Right. Um, sometimes you're lucky enough to be all in the same areas but but you said your husband didn't have those traditions or those experiences. And so that's a big challenge to teach someone how to be a storyteller, yeah. a family. Um, tell me how you've now taking it to the next generation for both of you. Um, Go first. Is your husband a natural at this? Yes. His family, um, while they're not as large as ours, do, do pass along stories and traditions and all of that. So he comes from a similar, they're not Latin, but they come from a similar and background how did in that they sense. And how did they share? Um, I think in the same way. I mean, there's a lot of uh, tradition and, you know, respect for, you know, everybody who came before and listening and spending time together and, you know, just kind of, I think stories come out naturally when you're spending time together and, um with so, with yeah. so is that without TVs on or phones? I mean, is that a is that a <laughs> I mean, new I crisis? Guess, well, I mean, I think uh, fortunately for us growing up, that wasn't a problem. I think it is going to be a problem for us with our children. Yeah. We have to be a little bit more aware, you know, as they get older. You know, like like we used to like eat dinner with the TV on, and now Sassy's aware of the TV, and so you know, I'm trying to think of like a 
you know, we have to be more cognizant and like, turn the TV off. So we're having conversations around dinner. And I, I mean, now she's obviously like not really having conversations. But as she gets older and we can have conversations, which is not, I mean, it's only a couple months away probably. Um, I mean, she is yeah. so, I mean, yeah. she's there. I mean, yeah. and, and just listening to other people's conversations. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk, we talk about it in language development as the pragmatics of language, how to take turns, how to read faces. Right. You know, long before all of that speaking is there, they're studying. Oh, she just asked a question and it had some intensity to it. What's going to happen back? I mean, they are watching all of that. So I will say, and the research is clear, if children see a phone on a table um, or grown-ups see a phone on the table, they interact less. Even if, like, my phone right now is upside down on this table, if we were out at a restaurant, that would inhibit conversation and natural connection. Right. Which, you know, how we manage that is is very personal. I mean, and they they know the phone. I mean, like, they've had a phone in their face since they were born just for photos and that sort of thing. I mean, even if you are cognizant and you try not to be on your phone and be present and pay attention to them, you probably want to capture things and the phone comes out. So they know. I mean, she knows how to push the buttons on it. She knows everything. And And she knows who's everyone... Like everyone's phone, too. right? She knows whose phone is oh, who. Yes. Like if she's yeah. sitting there, she'll hand it back to the person whose it is, and she's always right. Yeah. So I mean, it's definitely something I've been thinking about. Like now that she's becoming more aware that you know, I think something our generation is going to have to grapple with as her children yeah. get older. You know, how to preserve those dinner time conversations and that storytelling and just being present. In and general. like you said, you know, time in nature creates it. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing that I'm thinking, I don't know, but. Car time. You know, I think I said that to you. You were thinking like, oh, do I want to be driving to a school that's a half an hour versus 10 minutes? And I was like, well, you know what? What if the the car becomes that place for conversation? Mm -hmm. I mean, you won't have everybody there, but you can call them. You know, there is a way. I mean, that's when we're calling people is in the car. And we do all the time. If I'm a speaker and she's in the back and she right away recognizes all the voices. You know, I don't know what it will be for you guys, but I know that you will protect and preserve traditions and conversations so to your husband and how he adapts to uh and it's okay um because it's not it doesn't happen I guess what I want to say is it doesn't happen naturally and so you are so fortunate that you have each other and deep deep roots I think it was something that I I kind of made clear to him. I have a tendency to make things clear. Um, well, not in a bad way. But it's way, like calling, I mean? saying just, that you want to call your father Zadie. I mean, it just, it's that clarity says, this is my values, this is what's right. important. And that's mm-hmm. what I think it stems from. Like, this is what's important to me. I had this growing up. I can't picture my life any other way. I don't want my babies to not have that because it's so much of who I am. Um, so he's adapted. Um, I where, probably don't give him as much credit as he... Is it where he struggles? Does it, where is it hard or where is it... I think he's just not used to going to my parents' house and sitting there for eight hours staring <laughs> at each other. It's more, I, we say it's more like a linger. visit. You know, it's because, you know, yeah. we don't visit. We don't visit. We hang. We don't go okay, and I want you to describe that because what you described for those Sundays... I mean that was. I mean that is an experience for families that experience Shabbat. When if you listen to Stephanie Englander's Shabbat podcast or their vacations to Cape Cod, where there is no technology and it is all families in a two-bedroom cabin, right? What they what you learn, what children learn 
about boredom, where children learn about moods and timing. It's a different pace. It's a different reality than this world. And so it is awkward and it is uncomfortable, but everybody learns how to adapt to family personalities in ways the technology allows us to avoid. Um, it's like it's really easy to disengage. And so I don't, so yeah, it describe what, what's uncomfortable for him, what he doesn't understand, if you may speak for him. In, but if not, you can, you can get, a, get out a jail-free card. Um, no, I, you seem like you wanted to say something, though. No, I, I just think that, that, you know, from that, from a different perspective is, you know, like I was saying, you know, we don't just visit. We don't just go somewhere from, like, two to five. And is it's it like, really eight hours? Okay, five <laughs> o'clock, let's go because <laughs> it's five o'clock. So, you know, we just go, you know, what? We just you know, and, and hang. I don't. Yeah, we just. And he's stay. kind of that like. We just stay. Okay, know? but is there an unwritten um, code or any expectations, especially for husbands, visitors, uh, that says, you know, this is how much you have to talk, this is how much you can ignore, this is when you can go no. watch a game? I mean, this is how you need Anybody to Everybody can do whatever they want. Everybody can just. Oh, yeah, you don't have to the sit there staring no. no. <laughs> he's just. The thought of being like. There or just just not on his couch. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, you know we have two younger cousins that grew up, like they're like our brothers, so they like go watch the game, and so do our husbands. So they do that, but so does daddy. Yeah, yeah. My dad will fall asleep on the couch. Like so, there's no expectation that you have to be dressed a certain way and do a certain thing. And now it's funny because we've been together for so long that he, you know, just calls my parents out and makes fun of us like in a funny way and like it's like a joke so I think there's like a good understanding of everyone's part like the part everyone plays but it's funny like somebody has said to me once you know what you need to start to say goodbye when you first come in (laughs) so then you know it takes us hours to say goodbye yeah Yeah, our husbands have a like running bet on you know when we're like when we go to my parents' house, like when yeah, n- not like under over have to be here, but more so like under over the time. Yeah, they, they yeah. always play the under over game for yeah. like whatever we're doing, and you know my parents know that they think it's fun. Like we all think it's funny. Yeah. We know how they are, and they know how they are. You know each other knows. <laughs> that doesn't it's make so sense. beautiful. And I and what did you guys always? You guys obviously didn't always live in the same city. As sisters, uh, no, no, no. So how did you, how did you make that? How did you bring everybody back together? Um, when we weren't living together, or how did we all end up back? Back together? to South Florida, back to raising, to having babies. Um, here. yeah. So well, I moved to New York after I graduated from college, and Sam moved first after she graduated. She's three years younger, so she, after she graduated, she moved to DC, and then for a year, and then to New York. How long were you there? Like four years? Five yeah. Years? Um, so we, we overlapped in the same city yeah. for a couple years. Um, and for we, I think we both knew we would eventually come back. It was more of when. Mm-hmm. Um, for Sam, it was a little bit easier because her husband's from here as well. My husband's not. So for us, it was a little bit more of a you know, conversation, figuring out how, when, if. Um, and Sam, when you, you, Sam moved back about a year before me. Yeah. Um, and I just love it only because it just feels to me like what you represent 
is 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 priceless and rare and how do we make it accessible to people to families because it's also the definition of being a family and and really sharing it um but let me put lily back on for um how fast does it go in terms of seeing them as mothers it's a whirlwind it's, i mean you know, i see the little ones and sometimes you know i look and i'm like wow how did this happen? They were that age, you know, that long ago. It's, you know, it, it's just incredible. I see the dynamics of Sassy with, with Olive. And, you know, like Sammy said, you know, um, our nephew, their cousins, you know, our nephews, you know, we sort of also, you know, moved together with my brother and my sister-in-law. So the family stayed together. And they were very, very close, you know, growing up. So I see... Samantha with Jeffrey, same age difference, and it's kind of like repeating itself. Yeah. Um, and it just flies. It just flies. You know, it's it's funny because, you know, when some people say, you know, they ask you how old you are, and I have to think in, you know, in connection to how old my kids are. It just <laughs> it doesn't feel that way. You I'm know, getting there too. I never remember them. how old Me and Steph talk about that. Them. We each have each other, and we... It's funny because we didn't decide this. We just were having a conversation one day, and we each have each other stuck at a certain age, and we're we're well beyond those <laughs> numbers. But it's funny because both ages that we had each other stuck at are still three years apart. I love and it. I have to kind of figure out how old she is to figure out how old I am, and the same thing. So it's just you know the, the like I said you know I'm like in that sandwich generation to to see them coming this quick yeah to to where they are now seeing the little ones moving and you know getting and then you see the ones above you you know it's just um it's just a very interesting dynamic but you know it also it is scary might quick. i add it is scary it is very 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 scary because you know you realize you know you you know especially where i'm at that you know i'm moving to that spectrum as they're moving forward as well so yes (laughs) I think that's what having a baby has taught me that I don't think anyone like I don't think I would have been able to realize it prior and I think it's because I feel like I just remember being such an asshole growing up to my parents. <laughs> and I just She like, told us she would swear, yeah. The, yeah. It's hard to censor me sometimes. And I just like the night that she was born, I just kind of sat there holding her and crying because I just couldn't help but think like Because you knew how much how, what your, I, how yeah. your mother loved you, not just how much, but on the flip side of that, I wasn't as much of an asshole to my parents, but I you know my, you know, my, my parents were very overprotective and I always had a call. Like, even when I was living in New York and I was in my 20s, call me when you get home, even if it's 3 in the morning, you know. So, and I would always roll my eyes and my mom would always be like, when you're a mom, you'll know. And, like, it's yeah, so you know. true. And it's so tell true. Tell me, you know, well, but so-and-so doesn't have to call the parents. It's well, okay. They call every three days. I'm like, well, that's not acceptable. I mean, you know, they can do whatever they want. But, but now I can't know, envision. We go, like... Three hours talking like fifteen times in the matter of those three hours span. Like now, I can't envision talking that separated. Well, and it's you know. so funny that you use the word overprotective. Um, now I don't see it that way. Now it seems normal because I feel like I'll be the same way. What but. if that phone call? What if that 
this is how it works for us is the glue that made it all so strong. It's true. I mean, it definitely because, is part of it. You know, not you know, the, for those families that said, "I'm proud of you. Go conquer the world. Live your life, and I'll live mine." Lost some of that yeah, sharing of right. the story. It's not and that again, we like love each other more. Like my right. mom doesn't love me more than someone else's mom right. loves them. Right. Or loves, but like it that, was just this was that the need for communication for yeah. and and concern. You know. It's not that she didn't trust me. It was just no, more she wants to know I was safe. Trust. Home. It was a yeah. miscontrol. Yeah. I even said, you know what? You know, you call me at three o'clock in the morning. You know, the only thing you're giving me is peace of mind. I'm not yeah. going to ask you excessively at that time. You know what? <laughs> Tomorrow, we might right. talk about it. You know, when you're awake <laughs> the next day. But you know, it was important that they do that. that they I have one call. more thing to throw out, and then I want to do the wrap up. And that is something that you just said, Sam. And that was, it was when you held Olive. Um, I think you were sort of insinuating that you had a different sense of time. Because we don't, we can't remember our own mm -hmm. ages. Because we're always young. We're always 12. We're always 20. But when you see your baby, now you have, you just, I think, gave us the key that unlocks the why this goes so fast. Because looking at our parents, sometimes you see them aging, but, but it's not that accelerated. You still see them as your mom or your dad. For yourselves, you see yourself at different periods in your life. But your babies, you watch them grow and change. And you know you can't freeze that. So just any thoughts about that, how time is experienced differently, looking at your children? Um, I mean... In some ways, I think it's the same because in my head, I'm still 30. And in when I look at Sessie and I'm like, she's two, I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not 30 because she's two already. Uh -huh. um, but at the same time, yeah, you know, you're, you're seeing... either. I'm not 32 either. Um, <laughs> that's just how I feel in my head. And I look at you and I'm thinking, well, Wait, and I forgot I to ask about the worry because you I mentioned was. the worry. The, the, was it, you didn't say worry. Anxiety? No. Fear. Some, is there is there is there a negative emotion that comes with the time? I I do. I think I've always dealt with that my whole life. I just it's another conversation, but I've always had that fear of time, and I think just it just makes it more real that everyone's getting older and that. Okay, so you yeah. you you just think about it the and life you cycle feel it. Yeah. yeah okay. It's interesting how you, like, it's only been two years, cause, right? Because two years is not that long. But, like, Sam, Sam, Ollie is eating more and more solid food. So she's asking me, like, how did you know when to switch Sessie to little pieces of food? And for me, that was, like, a year and a half ago. But I actually could not, I was trying to remember how I knew when. So even within the two years, and I think it's because they go through so many changes so quickly. And, like, from one day, one day they're eating periods and one day they're eating solid and, like, learning to use a spoon. And in that respect, like, you just you kind of forget those little details, so it is really important. And we to, know she's feeling sentimental mm -hmm. about the forgetting. How do you feel about the forgetting? It actually um, I, makes me feel really sad too, because I'm. It makes me wish I would have written things down a little bit more. Well, and we say, you know, we do for Rosh Hashanah reflections. We make yeah. you do that sheet. Yeah. And nobody likes to do it because yeah. I gotta say something. I always knew you were gonna talk about this. Yeah. I kept a book of them. I was thinking that yeah. too. <laughs> of them, um, you know, growing up, just. 
a little, you know, staple, like the little pieces of paper that a pediatrician will give me every month with their weight and, their, you know, and just a little something. They started eating peas or whatever it is. And it's not because that book came out when Ceci was born. And then we started like, oh, she is like eight pounds at this age. Oh, let me go get the book and let me see. Oh, Steph, you were this much and this, yeah. you know, long and whatever. And now we're doing the same thing, you know, with with. And Alan. that's what makes me wish I would have written down a little bit more. And I like would mark it in my phone a little bit. Oh. So I do keep like telling myself I need to go back, like just take a day, like take a day off from work and sit down and just like mark all this down because in 30 years when she has kids I want to be able to do that and like I'm not gonna have the same iPhone I had right that goes back to what Karen you were saying with technology and do we plan on saving that and everything and it's funny because Steph was like oh just download this app you can plug in all the weights and heights and it's all there and you don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. the papers and everything but going back to that in a way well, I, I do, find do happy but I use that as a check back too because yes. it does list it for you. So basically, <laughs> what I need to do is take this paper and write down from that app like just one day start doing to, you know, or yeah. screenshots. So yeah, I don't, and just you print know, those. The, the yeah. thing is, yeah. before you figure out the how to chronicle, document, remember all of this. Yeah. The the one thing I think is that's so important about this podcast is not only does it go fast, but the things you think you'll never forget, you will forget. Yeah. And that's and they true. but they're in your heart. So what I know is that things percolate up and you'll be like, and there will be memories, and you'll remind each other of memories, and you'll create sure. memories by threading all of those memories back together. But going forward, please, please, please think about one thing that you can do, um, whether it's the birthday video, whether it's a notebook and you just write things, whether it's the crazy things. You know, we always say write down everything they say. Yes. You know, you're not going to get everything. But, you know, there was a, there was a crazy movie a long time ago um, called Smoke. But what he did is he took a picture of his, the same street corner that he lived on every day for his whole life. And so what happened was he it was oh, like this yeah. this amazing so they'll say like don't just take pictures on holidays, take pictures, you know, just of your you know, one thing always. You know, it's mm-hmm. just just yeah. think of one way that you will try to hold the memories yeah. um, or just remind doing the stories. But I, I just throw that out there because yeah, the no, forgetting is so yeah. much part of it goes yeah. so fast. And it's heartbreaking yeah. when you can't remember because you're like, I, you feel like those memories will always But you can't hold you, everything But you either. can't remember everything. Yeah. So you're going to forget when you started giving them little pieces of food. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I know that, like, the bigger memories and more important moments are there. But it's sad because you think, like, but the first time she that. gives Olive a food that reminds you of a smell, that memory just right. might come back. Yeah, so. and it, yeah. it has. Yeah. I think. Like, I can't tell you specifically, but, like, I was like, oh, I think around this age I started, you know, and yeah. everything kind of becomes a little bit of a blur, it's, but you remember, you remember moments. It is the letting go and holding on. Mm-hmm. I guess that's. I have an issue with letting go. Yeah, and that's why you have the place you have in your family. And that's why we're doing this podcast. I'm a hoarder of you. all things, including memories. I love it. So the podcast always wraps up the same way. How have you got this? For right here, for right now. Whether it's going too fast, whether it's family memories, whether it's the holding on, letting go. How have you got this for right here, for right now? I'm going to go youngest to oldest. How have you got this? Um, so how do I move forward from here, I guess? Um, I guess just keep on trucking, doing what we've been doing. It's gotten us this far and 
guess you can't go backwards from here. So, um, so the things you do that you want to keep holding on to. Um, I I want to keep on you know taking those pictures because even though technology you know it's just a part of our life now, um, you know, and it'll allow us to look back on those memories and all those pictures and everything, but. I need to get better at making decisions because I have 55 of the same thing and it's, it's going to inhibit my memories, you know, just kind of zoning in on that one memory. But I don't know, just kind of, I just went Being off on a tangent, but yeah. but yeah, just, I just keeping those traditions, those Sunday dinners, the, you know, no matter how many times my husband rolls his eyes, you know, that's, that's how we have to keep on going because, um, it's such a just part of who I am, and I want her and hopefully the future babies to have those things too. Sweet. Stephanie. Um, same thing she just said. Um, <laughs> for me, I think um, I want to try to be um, take some time because there's so much going on with work and with the baby and like making sure everything's the way it's supposed to be. Um, I want to make sure moving forward to just like this conversation has really made me like realize I do need to like take some time to like chronicle things and I I think I do chronicle like, I definitely chronicle more than totally. Sam does but I but that's because um, I can't make decisions can't decide um, but I want to be able to you know five years from now like if I've lost these small little memories in two years five years from now I'm gonna lose even more and so I do want to take some time and. You know, one day a month, just you'll be back on that next podcast on ways to hold the memories. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Lily, thank you for being here. Oh, you're this is this has been wonderful. I just, um, I don't know. I just think that you know, just to sum it up from my perspective, it's really the circle of life. You know, it makes you think who came before you, and you know, the generations to come after you, and. you know that say you know the saying uh, you give them roots and let them spread spread their wings is never realer, truer, um, more now. You know it's just you try to give them the best they can and let them color their wings. You know things will change. Um, you know everybody's going to put a little bit of their spin on whatever their tradition or whatever they want to keep. I have a three ring folder. You know, um, but, you know, they're going to do it their way. But, you know, just to give them, you know, the stuff that they can hold on to and then let them spread and make the changes they need to. I I feel so lucky to have been able to witness your family here today. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. If you liked our podcast, please tell a friend. Or even better, write us a review at iTunes. We'd also like to invite you to join us on Facebook. That's with me, Karen Deerwester. And check out the parenting resources at FamilyTimeInc.com. You'll also find us on Twitter at at FamilyTimeInc and Instagram at Karen underscore FamilyTime. Thanks for listening today. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this wonderful space. Thanks to Darren Littman for the great intro. And thanks to the front and the follow. 
for the song Listen. We are listening. See you next week. <laughs>